And so um, after a few years, I started to evaluate my life again. And there were areas that I wasn't really happy with because I wasn't sticking to my core values and I wasn't regularly charging my soul. Mm. And so I started to take those small steps to get back to myself. Um, And as I invested in myself, I was reminded of who I was as an individual, not as a mom or as a wife or all the other roles that we have as moms, but as an individual. And I realized as I took care of myself, I had more energy and more desire to invest in my family. Hi, I'm Leslie Abraham, a pre and postnatal expert, DO, and exercise specialist with over 11 years of international experience. I am now the founder of Bonjour Baby, a birth prep and postpartum recovery online program. I help new moms just like you preparing for birth and recover after so that you can be ready for the biggest day of your life, push with confidence, and feel like your old self again in your new mom's body. So if you have questions on how to stay healthy during your pregnancy, prepping your body for birth, preventing diastasis recti, or the best way to support your postpartum recovery, this podcast is for you. I created this show to give you simple and scientifically proven tips and insights on pregnancy, birth prep, recovery and motherhood, and give you the answers and knowledge you deserve. So if you are currently pregnant, a brand new mom, or a mom of four already, looking for feeling better in your body and more confident in your mom life, you are at the right place. So tune in, grab your favorite cup of tea, settle comfortably, and let's get this episode started. Welcome back to another episode of the Bonjour Baby podcast brought to you by Bibon, the very first organic and plastic-free skincare brand for children and the whole family. We truly believe that little ones deserve safer and better care products that will protect their health and our planet. We are launching soon our organic and clean soaps and bath accessories. You can already register and join us at bebon.co, that's B-E-B-O-N.co, to be the first to know when we launch and take advantage of our launching price. All right, today's episode is all about how to set boundaries so you can stay true to yourself when navigating the season of motherhood, especially in the early years. Summer Rick Trapp, mom of four, holds a degree in social work and is a certified life coach. She helps moms find their authentic true self and maintain their identity through motherhood. And God knows, motherhood implies lots of changes and one can lose sight of their identity very easily. But I won't say more and I'll let you dive into it. Hi, Summer. Thank you so much for coming to the show today. I'm very glad you're here and I'm excited about the topic we are going to talk about. I already introduced you to our listeners, but could you tell us why you decided to become a certified life coach and help moms throughout their motherhood journey? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Um, I chose to work with moms for a few reasons. First, I am a mom and I know how easy it is to lose yourself while you're taking care of your family. Mm -hmm. So once I had answers to help me, 
I wanted to share them with others. And second, I really believe if we can strengthen and empower moms, then we can strengthen families. And strong families can make strong communities. So it can have a ripple effect to impact several people. Yeah. And so I originally got my degree in social work because I genuinely love helping people. It's so rewarding to teach clients new skills to help them solve problems. And I love to see them have hope and accomplish their goals. And I feel like social work gave me the foundation to learn and understand human behavior. And then coaching has taught me tools to stretch my clients so I can help them to find their purpose and work toward their potential. And I really just wanted more tools for my clients to get the results they were looking for. That's great. That's great. So can you tell us uh, where can people find about you online? Yes, I am on Instagram and Facebook at Summer Rig Trip Coaching. And my website is summerrigtrip.com. Perfect. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Summer, would you mind beginning by telling us about your motherhood journey? I know you have four little ones, right? So what did it look like for you? And what was the most challenging, if you don't mind sharing? Yes, definitely. Yes, I have four kids, including a set of twins, and they are all boys. So there's always wrestling and craziness, but they're also super sweet and they're all mama's boys. I love them so much. They're great. (laughs) So my whole life, I've always wanted to be a mom. I love babies and I love kids and I couldn't wait to have some of my own. And I had the perfect plan. I was going to be a stay-at-home mom with my kids and I was going to play with them and make crafts with them and cuddle them and do all the fun things. So after my first child was born, I became a stay-at-home mom. I thought, this is it. I finally get to live my mom dreams. And I thought I was so prepared to be this mom. I babysat um, a lot when I was a young and I read all the parenting books. So I thought I was ready. But then (laughs) when that became my everyday life, it was hard. I didn't realize the day-to-day tasks that need to be done. I didn't know how much time and energy it would take to be in charge of my kids all day, every day. And I would clean the house and take care of the baby while my husband was at work. And I would think to myself, is this it? Is this all I have to look forward to in my life? I get to wash more dishes, do the laundry, feed the baby. This wasn't the life I had imagined. What I had imagined were these small moments in the day, and I didn't realize the whole big picture. And so even though I was staying staying super busy with uh, chores and the kids, I wasn't doing things to stimulate me or recharge my battery. And I found it can be really isolating and mundane to be a mom if you don't take time for yourself. And this goes for being a stay-at-home mom and a working mom. And so for me, I didn't lose myself all at once. It was a slow process that I didn't even realize was happening. Hmm. So as a mom, I love taking care of my baby, but that became my number one focus. And it was all consuming to take care of him. And then more kids meant more of my attention. Hmm. So my husband was really good about giving me alone time when I would ask for it, but I didn't even realize what was missing in my life or what I needed. And I began to feel resentful toward him because he got to go to work and have adult conversations. 
And I forgot what I even like to do for fun or who I was. And I didn't have the tools that I do now. Mm-hmm. So during my whole motherhood journey, I would have these waves of taking care of myself, but they weren't consistent. Mm-hmm. And it seems like um, what I've realized for myself and even in talking to other moms is it's hardest to take that time for yourself when you have new babies or young toddlers because they're so dependent on you. You know, they can't get food for themselves. They have a hard time calming themselves down. And so that's a hard time of life when it's really easy to forget who you are because you're constantly taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And so um, after a few years, I started to evaluate my life again. And there were areas that I wasn't really happy with because I wasn't sticking to my core values and I wasn't regularly charging my soul. Mm. And so I started to take those small steps to get back to myself. Um, And as I invested in myself, I was reminded of who I was as an individual, not as a mom or as a wife or all the other roles that we have as moms, but as an individual. Mm -hmm. And I realized as I took care of myself, I had more energy and more desire to invest in my family. And so that's why I became a life coach so I can give other moms those tools to create the life they love and to stay true to themselves. Yeah. So it's kind of creating this positive circle instead of this vicious circle that can destroy you, but learning how we can reverse the circle and make it more positive and feeling more nourished and, and, and feeling more like true to yourself in the end, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So let's talk about that, the, the, the part where that a lot of moms are experiencing uh, losing their identity when they become a mom. And as you said, I like that you said that it was um, a slow process and that you didn't really realize it uh, in the beginning, because I feel that's exactly what a lot of moms are going through. And at one point, it's kind of uh, maybe... I don't know if there is an awakening or something where you realize, wait a minute, what did just happen? You know, like a few years passed by and and who am I? And and, and maybe that's not the life I was dreaming of. So how can I make that better for me? So, and uh, there is also this physical part and that's what we take care about in my program. Uh, but also, as we just said, mentally, there is this part where you're losing yourself. So it goes both, si- both sides. So Summer, I know that's the core of the program that you are offering. So what will be some easy tips you could give to the moms that are listening to this episode so that they can feel like themselves again and they are in, quote unquote, control of their life? Yes. Well, my program helps moms to rediscover who they are and then stay true to themselves. And so we work through five pillars of authenticity to learn who we really are and then how to live our life honoring our true selves. Mm -hmm. Um, Because along with losing ourselves in the daily activities of motherhood, we also lose ourselves by comparing our lives to other moms and just trying to fit in because we want to be accepted. And so we cover all of that in the program. And um, as I was on my journey and in talking to other moms, I've realized it's so easy to lose yourself because we really want to be good moms. We want to make sure our kids' needs are taken care of, and we want to make sure our kids are happy, and we want to make time for our partners, and all of those are good things. Family relationships are so important, but here's the truth. You can only give what you have. 
And so as a mom, you can only give energy to your kids if you have energy. And really kids don't need the perfect mom. And I say that very loosely because I'm not even sure what the perfect mom means. (laughs) Um, We all have our own interpretations of that. But really what your kids and your partner need is a healthy, content mom. And that's a mom who is rested and who is taking care of herself emotionally and physically so that she has the energy to be present with them. And so if that means letting the house get a little messy or ordering takeout for dinner or even letting your kids outside without their hair combed, that's okay. It's (laughs) worth it just to have that peace. Um, And so it's so important to set that boundary and say, I'm taking time for me. I am worth it. And I'll be a better mom by taking time for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I actually have a cell phone analogy that I use. So when your phone is fully charged, it works perfect. The apps work and you can talk and text on it and do whatever you want. Um, And even when your battery starts to get a little low, you know, down to 50%, everything will still work. But when it gets really low down to about 15 or 20%, the apps start to slow down and not work so good. Maybe you can talk, but you can't text. And then when the battery dies, like nothing works and you plug it in and it takes a few minutes for your phone to start working again, right? And so that's the same with humans. We have to make sure that we're charged so that we can function. Hmm. And I'm not talking a low battery charged. I mean a high battery so we can fully function and use all parts of us. And so I think rest is so important. I think that's the number one thing to do if you're a mom is to make sure you're getting enough rest Mm -hmm. because that affects you mentally so much. But after that, you really need to take time to fill your soul. Um, Just think about what used to be fun for you. You know, what kind of topics did you talk about before you had kids? Do something to stimulate your brain. Um, Even if you just take 30 minutes a day for you to do something that you enjoy, It can even be watching a show or talking to a friend, um, playing a sport, having a girls night, whatever fills your soul. And that's going to look different for everyone because we all have different passions, but do something that energizes you and then set those boundaries. Mm. So when you have kids and it's nap time, you're not going to let anything disturb that nap, right? You're going to do everything you can to make sure you are home and you can put your kids in bed because (laughs) that is sacred time. (laughs) Um, It gives your kids a chance to rest so they're not having meltdowns later, but it's time for moms to recharge too. We need that break. And so that's just a healthy example of a boundary. And you can express those needs Um, for yourself to your partner or to your friends whoever you need to have help with you with your chores or your kids to make sure that you're getting that time for yourself Mm -hmm. and what I really like about boundaries too is they're a great tool um, because they can prevent situations from escalating to an explosion so if you can voice your needs ahead of time and set your boundaries you don't have to hold your emotions in until you explode Um, people will know what you need and then you can calmly remind them if they're not respecting those boundaries Mm -hmm. and so it really just helps relationships all over and another tip I've learned as a a mom of four is to ask for help whenever you need it (laughs) and it's a great tip (laughs) I feel like when I had my first baby I was living in a new state and I didn't know a lot of people and so I didn't feel like I had a big support group 
And on top of that, I felt bad asking for help. You know, I didn't want to inconvenience anyone. But I feel like with each pregnancy, I realized people really do want to help. They want to bring you dinner. They want to watch your kids, but they don't know how and they don't want to infringe on your privacy. And so if we reach out as moms or even if we just accept their help, it's a win-win situation for everyone. Um, we don't have to do it all on our own. And I want everyone to understand that we're all here together and it's not something we have to do alone. Yeah. And it's very important to keep reminding and keep saying that uh, because especially I feel like we live in a, in a society where now moms have to do it all and, and be it all. And, and, you know, yes. and there is a lot of competition too. <laughs> and we can see that on social media, unfortunately. And, yes. and, and so sometimes we just want to do it everything ourselves, but that's not the answer of getting more rest or doing more for yourself because you can't do it all. We just have to face this. Even our moms, they didn't do it, you know, by themselves, even though they were working and everything. No, they got help when they needed to, and they were asking for it. So right. it's yes. important to recognize it. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the, the five uh, pillars that you are addressing in your course, right? So the five pillars will cover parts of that. Um, the five pillars are actually truth, vulnerability, self-love, self-exploration, and courage. All right. Perfect. And so once you have all those five pillars, you really learn how to be your authentic self. And it's so so freeing (laughs) to be able to be your true self and not have to hide who you really are. It is. It is definitely a freeing experience. Mm -hmm. So usually, how long does it take to moms to go through your program? So my program, actually, you can work on it at your own pace. Okay. Um, because as moms, we're busy, right? <laughs> and so, and kids can be unpredictable. And so it's um, available to just work on as you want. And then I also have a monthly membership program where you can get coached and have your questions answered. And we do that once a week. And so you can just hop on if you're available that week. If you're not, that's okay. Um, but I just really feel like we need these resources and tools, you know, and, and even though you have this program, it's still so nice to be able to just talk to a coach when you're feeling like I don't quite understand this concept, Mm -hmm. or, or I'm having a hard time getting through this block. And so I just really want to be there for as many moms as I can. Because I know how it feels. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. And it's very much needed too. And especially when you can do that from the comfort of your home and you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to have anyone watching your little one. You can do that when they are napping. That's just perfect. Exactly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm trying to make this as easy as possible for the moms. That's great. All right. So let's talk about uh, guilt because another side of this, and most moms will agree with it, is that you can easily experience guilt when we are trying to do things that make us feel better, that make us feel good, right? As silly as it can seem, and I think you will agree agree with, with me, that's the reality. So, and I, I hear this from a lot of my clients, pretty much 
every client I have, it really can make you lose sight of your routine, right? So Summer, I'm sure you got some extra tips to help moms overcome this guilt. Uh, so would you mind sharing this with us? Yes, that mom guilt is so real. It's so easy to beat ourselves up um, for areas that we feel inadequate. And I think a lot of that with the comparing on social media just adds to it even more. So I used to unload all my feelings on my husband at the end of the day. I would tell him all the things I was doing wrong as a mom and ways that I had let the kids down. And I would just feel frustrated at the end of the day, Hmm. like a total failure. But then honestly, as I started to rediscover who I was, I realized I'm really not a bad mom. I love my kids and I do things with them every single day to show my love to them. And just because it wasn't what my friends were doing on social media, Mm -hmm. didn't mean I was a bad mom. And so what I started to do is list the things that I was doing good as a mom, you know? So I would say, I read a book to my kids today. I made them a healthy dinner today. I helped them with homework. I mean, just simple things to prove to myself that I was a good mom. Mm -hmm. And so I think in our society, we have these beliefs or ideas that we have to give everything we have to our families. We have to give all of our time and all of our energy, and we have to look a certain way or do certain things. And if we take time for ourselves, then we're just selfish and we're not good moms. But that's not true. Um, These beliefs can come from how we were raised or our culture or like I said before, what we see our friends doing on social media. Mm -hmm. And so we just feel if we can show up that way, then we're good enough. And the truth is, you're good enough right now. Every mom is good enough for their kids. And the cool thing is, we're all different. We all have different strengths and talents. And I truly believe our kids need our individual strengths. And they need the personality that you have. And so the more real we can be, we're actually doing more for our family. Mm And so I think the best way to work through those guilty feelings is to challenge them and to get real with who we are. And just like I did first, you know, name what you're feeling guilty about, say it or write it down. You know, for example, you can say, I'm selfish for taking time for me. And then ask yourself, is this always true? You know, is it true to be taking time? Is it true to be selfish that I'm Mm -hmm. doing this? Um, And you can even ask yourself, do I think my friends are selfish when they take time for themselves? Because for some reason, we're willing to give our friends a lot more grace than we are ourselves. And so you can ask yourself those few questions. And then you can ask, um, when was it, when was I, when was it not true for me to take time for myself that was being selfish? And I think when you try to contradict that guilty feeling that you really can understand more about, no, that's not a true thought. My brain's teaching me that this is true, but I don't feel like it really is. And you can even start to see ways that it would be hurting yourself or your family by having those thoughts. Um, so what I think is kind of cool is we think that we're a hundred percent doing something, you know, like I'm always a bad mom. I'm always lazy, but As humans, we can't really be anything 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. So we can't be lazy 100% of the time. We can't be super motivated 100% of the time. 
we can't be selfish 100% of the time, only robots can. <laughs> and so I think it's important to give yourself that grace that you know what, maybe some days I am a little bit lazy, but that's okay. I just don't have a lot of energy today. And that's okay. And sometimes you're going to be on fire and just running full speed. And I think sometimes that's okay, too. But just be realistic about what you really need. And then give yourself grace and accept that you really are doing a good job and you're doing the best that you can. And so that self-love and that grace is so important with that guilt too. Mm -hmm. I like what you said that um, we have a tendency <laughs> to give others more grace than we do to ourselves. And, 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 One thing that I'll add to that, especially if you're on social media and you're following, you know, your friends or other moms that you kind of uh, look up to because you, you feel like, oh, wow, they are doing this. I'm never doing that with my kids. But, you know, when you're taking those moments for yourself, try to think about those ladies too, because, you know, they are taking the time to take all of those pictures. They are taking the time to, you know, uh, do the workout that you find was really hard and you should be doing that too, but you just don't have the time because you have so much to do. You know, think about that. Try to kind of reverse engineer all the thoughts that you have and, and think about if you admire that kind of, maybe it will work for you too, because if you feel like it's, it's dope, it's cool, it's, whatever uh, maybe it's a good thing to you know stop what you're doing and, and do this for yourself so maybe just plan it in your in your calendar ask your partner to watch the kids maybe for an hour and go and do whatever you wanted to do it's you know another way of thinking about it so yes I love that too because you're right um, what we see on social media is that those people are taking a lot of time to do those things And so it really comes down to our values and our priorities. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to make something happen bad enough, you're going to make it happen. Um, and there's nothing wrong if you don't want to do those things Absolutely. too, but it's just, it's just, what do you really want, you know, exactly. and then making the time to make that happen. Exactly. It all comes down to this question. What do you think is best for you? And, you know, if you think it's the right thing to do, but you just can't make it happen because you got caught in that guilt, maybe try to think about it another way and you will make it happen if it really matters to you. Definitely. Yes, I love that. <laughs> all right, Summer. Thank you so much for all your, your, your wise thoughts <laughs> on that topic. I really encourage everyone that is listening to us to go check out your website and your social media and to find more about, about your work. Do you have any last thoughts you want to share with us? Um, just thank you for having me. And I just love chatting with you and I love your work. I have learned so much from your podcast and your posts already. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Summer, for your time today. Yes. This is the end of our episode with Summer Ricktrap about how to stay true to yourself as you dive into motherhood life. I hope you liked it as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you want to join Summer's coaching circle and know more about her work, you can check out her website, summerricktrap.com. You can find the link in the show notes. 
If you gave birth weeks, months, or even years ago, don't forget to check out our website bonjourbaby.net and grab our freebie, the Postpartum Recovery Guide, to help you jumpstart your core and pelvic floor recovery now. You can also book your free one-on-one -on -one call with me anytime if you decide you want to finally feel like your own self again in your new mom body and want to know how to finally stop peeing your pants, improve chronic lower back pain, lose that stubborn mommy pouch for good and close your diastasis recti. Hint, all of this might be connected and I have a scientifically proven solution for you. So no more second guessing of fake social media experts. All right, my friend, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.